This is Allison Phoebe, Top City Flavorista. Catch me on KSEF Digital Radio on Wednesdays at 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. and hear all about the flavor in Top City. And you, too, will learn to love where you live. This is Allison Beebe, Top City Flavorista, and my guest today is from Dodge City, or is in Dodge City. Um, it is Lee Griffith of Boot Hill Distillery. Lee, how's your day going so far? Hi, Allison. It's great to be with you. Uh, it's a it's a beautiful yet cloudy day over here in southwest Kansas, but it looks like from my window, uh, things are starting to clear up a little bit. <laughs> Awesome. Now, have you, has it rained there for, I don't know, seven, eight, nine months straight? (laughs) (laughs) It feels like it for sure. Uh, Usually we are, we are known as the windy city, but uh, yes, the last week or so has been the rainy city. Uh, Okay. Highly unusual for Southwest Kansas. Uh, Okay. Because I think uh, it gets rained for about, I don't know, months and months, at least weeks and weeks. Yeah, I think if we had a monsoon season, uh, we probably got it all out of the way within this last weekend. <laughs> I think so. Yes, I agree. So, okay. So you're at Boot Hill Distillery. Yeah. Um, let's start at the beginning because that's always a good place to start. Um, can you tell folks what your role is? And also, how did you get such a sweet job? Like, how did that happen? <laughs> like, that's a good guess. Uh, sometimes it's a little bit of luck and timing that all comes together at the right time. Well, okay. my my official, although completely made-up title, is uh, director of sales. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm kind of the guy that, uh, well, does exactly this. Um, when you're a, sort of an emerging and up-and-coming brand, uh, somebody's got to be out there to tell the story and tell the process. And uh, uh, that's, that's essentially... That's kind of what I do in a nutshell, I guess. Um, I've been with the distillery since pretty much the very beginning. Uh, We will be celebrating our five-year anniversary here at the end of July. And uh, I've been, truthfully, I've actually been with the distillery since the very beginning. I was here giving tours on the grand opening, which was on July 30th of 2016. Uh, And I always kind of like to joke that uh, that he didn't start paying me until about a year later. So I, I've, excuse me, I have, uh, uh, I, I think coming up here in the next week or so, I'll be celebrating my four years officially at the distillery. And um, yeah, it was a little bit of luck and timing, truthfully, uh, I, I jest, but that's how it happened. Uh, the, the right opportunity at the right time came along, and uh, I have a background not only in uh, the, the sort of in hospitality, I have a little background in retail uh, liquor from long years ago, uh, a little bit of a bartending background from long years ago uh, and I left a left kind of a career in the car business in the service department of uh, a dealership and oh. have moved over to uh, the alcohol industry and it's okay. just been a wild ride but it's been an amazing one and uh, I tell you the industry and the people that we meet along the way are just absolutely amazing I'm definitely glad to be a part of it 
Oh, absolutely. Well, and I would think, and not to knock like people that sell cars, but I would think selling alcohol and, and I don't know, do you drink all day? I think that would be more fun. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I think it's kind of a bit of a misconception. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. I mean, See, in my definitely... mind, I think you're just laying back, drinking, eating bonbons and, you know, sure. for that. I don't know. That's probably not really what happens. But There are days when, <laughs> when the job is pretty rough. Uh, sometimes our distiller, uh, Stephanie, will come up with a sample of of something saying here I, I need an opinion taste this and you just have to do it or if we're uh, if we're pulling uh, samples of whiskey from our barrels uh, mm -hmm. to get to ready to blend a new batch of bourbon or red eye whiskey then we have to you know that has to be tasted before it can go into a bottle and gosh this sounds is, horrible and, this unfortunately horrible. it's very rough sometimes but that, that happens torture that happens maybe 10% of the time okay so um, so the other part of the time you're doing stuff like this and then sure. are you also um and you used to do tours yes do you still get in on those tours or that's obviously well probably for someone else to do but sure no actually you know when when i started uh truthfully I, you know yeah i was given tours at the grand opening uh and when i first started here full time uh, actually i worked in the still room i learned the whole mm. process of how we make booze uh, and, uh, I, I sometimes like to joke that, that I'm kind of a glorified janitor because sometimes it's just sweeping floors, uh, mm. or making a mess and cleaning it up. Uh, sure, um, sure. But, um, uh, so I guess I've kind of, like I said, just done almost <laughs> everything that there is to do around here. It feels like, uh, last, win uh, for example, last, uh, last winter, we, we sort of got, uh, in the, uh, hot chocolate bomb craze oh yeah that those? was a thing all of a sudden i'm not sure we why. started making um we started making boozy bombs uh hot chocolate oh, nice. bombs filled with vodka yeah. and whiskey and wow. i did not know i would add chocolatier to my resume but i did <laughs> hey and then when uh, you come to topeka this weekend we you know topeka has we have our own chocolatier uh, oh we do in, uh, it's called hazel hill so when you come you need to visit them we might have to uh, may might have to collaborate on something for sure. I think you might have to, yeah, yeah. So we we also did suspend our tours, of course, over the last year, but we were getting back to those. Sure. And yeah, on on weekends that I was here, you know, yeah, we do regular tours here at the distillery. This is a kind of a destination. It's a place to come and have craft cocktails. Uh, but on the weekends, yeah, we kind of peel back the curtain a little bit and uh, uh, take people on a on a tour, not only of the history of this whole location, the history of this building, and then show you the whole process. And uh, yep. I kind of learned uh, uh, just by just kind of on a crash course, but uh, you, you kind of kind of learn the whole place pretty quick that way. Sure. Well, and I suppose like any small business, like people do a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and then you kind of just Absolutely. figure it out. Yeah. 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 There's really only five of us now full time. Okay. Yep. Wow, that's not a lot. It doesn't nope, seem like nope. because uh, um, how many types of alcohol do you make? Oh gosh, we've definitely uh, expanded over the last years. Uh, I, I want to say we have ten different offerings right now. Wow! Um, you know, as a young distillery, we start off with the quickest spirit we can make from uh, grain to ethanol, which is of course vodka. Uh, okay. And we started off there, and then we started making whiskey. And I have a, okay. a portfolio of about four. Four, gosh, four different whiskeys. I have a gin. I have a barrel-aged gin. Uh, I have 
um, a an amaro that we call prickly ash bitters, which has kind of a fascinating little backstory, a lot of historical significance to it. But okay, ash well, bitters. all right. Now, what is that? Wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> tell, tell the fascinating story. <laughs> so prickly ash bitters, and I am saying ash, A-S-H, mm-hmm. um, was a product that was once sold on the frontier as patent medicine. Uh, this was your quote unquote medicinal cure all of the late right. 1800s and early 1900s. Right. Uh, it was advertised that it would cure anything that ailed you. Uh, a couple mm-hmm. of, uh, a couple of, uh, teaspoons or cupfuls, however it was in the day, uh, <laughs> and you would feel right as rain with all your vim, vigor, and vitality restored. Well, that probably um, worked, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, it was because it was mostly alcohol. <laughs> right, exactly. This is what I'm saying. Yeah. It's exactly. like uh, so, you know, Lucille Ball with the Vita Vida Vegemin. Like <laughs> but in the exactly. 1800s. Yes. Uh, That's exactly what it was. You are correct. Um, It was a way kind of that, you know, it became popular in Kansas because uh, Kansas enacted prohibition was the first state to act prohibition in 1881. So you could get your medicinal bitters, your alcohol Mm -hmm. in quotes, uh, through a product like that. And um, it had, you know, it had mostly it was natural uh, botanicals, uh, prickly ash bark. It was one of them, which comes from the prickly ash tree, uh, which was also called the toothache tree. It had the bark had a numbing effect. And so you chew on the bark, it kind of numb your mouth a little bit. It was kind of used in frontier dentistry. Hmm, Um, Well, there you go. Yeah. So we know that prickly ash bitters was sold in Dodge City. There's a very famous photograph of Dodge City from about the 1880s. Uh, that has a well that says try prickly ash bitters. And so well. <laughs> it was from that photograph, we had to ask ourselves, what was it? And so spending right. about a year's worth of research, we found out what was in it. It was all mm-hmm. pretty well natural botanicals and, of course, the alcohol. And found the wow. patent to it and fa- bought it. And so we are now recreating something that hasn't been around since about 1915. That's amazing. That's really cool. It's uh, and it is close to as faithful to the original as possible, minus a few ingredients that we couldn't legally put in there anymore. Sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like with Coca Cola, used to have cocaine in it. That kind of thing. Uh, yeah. I, I wish it was really that interesting. It wasn't, but uh, okay. Uh, yeah, very similar concept. There's things that okay. the FDA said okay. no, you can't ingest that anymore. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, that's not always good for you. Right. Um, right. But okay, now we created so- something that's. Historically significant, and we're the only ones that are making it, and it's kind of a cool little, that's amazing, uh, neat, neat spirit. Okay, so what what do you make with it, and what does it taste like? Absolutely. Um, so it kind of falls into uh, the amaro category. Uh, amaro is basically an Italian word for bittersweet liquor. Um, it has it has definitely some bitterness. It has uh, kind of a bit of a menthol, slight licorice profile to it. Mm. Um, it has uh, it has some gin, gin botanicals, so like your juniper and coriander and orange okay. peel. But it also has some okay. exotics called like uh, buchu leaf and cinna. Uh, wow! Cinepods. Are you making and, this up? No. <laughs> Well, if I have, I've been making it up for four years. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, hey, it's working. Why not? What the heck? Um, 
it has uh, chamomile in it. It has prickly ash bark, which, of course, has a slight numbing effect to it. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's got about the list of about 16 botanicals in wow. it. And, you know, it's kind of cocktail seasoning, I guess, is the best way I can describe it. Uh, so it's a true bitter where you're just using a few dashes? No, not in that no, case. It's actually po- it's a potable bitters. So you can drink it. Oh. But I would might might qualify as saying it's an acquired taste. Hmm. Um it's kind of, you know, I don't know, have you ever had like Fernet uh, uh, or Campari? Um, yep, yep. Some of those are very powerful by themselves, but when you combine them with other spirits, then they just, they add, start to add layers of flavor to the cocktail uh, right. that uh, make it much more interesting. But in our case, no, this is not an aromatic where a few dashes is going to make a difference. You can you can either A, drink it straight by itself or, uh, you know, with a half ounce to an ounce to maybe even an ounce and a half to uh, a whiskey or a gin or uh, to um, th- for things like that, it's gonna it's gonna add some neat flavor. Um, oh wow, that's really we have a cocktail we call the Peacemaker. Uh, okay, which is <laughs> sort of it, the Peacemaker was the name of Wyatt Earp's pistol. Uh, wow, and, I didn't know. And so that's where the name comes from. But it's uh, we make a white whiskey, which is basically young whiskey. So it has white whiskey in it, prickly ash bitters, mm-hmm. uh, lemon juice, and tonic water. So it sort of turns it into maybe the frontier equivalent of an Aperol spritz. It's uh, it's our own nice. prickly ash spritz. <laughs> okay. Wow. Well, and you're coming to Topeka this weekend. Uh, yes. Louise's Place is my fave. Um, and he's doing a special dinner, and you're doing the alcohol pairings. Um, Correct. Are you yeah. going to use that in one of your cocktails? Uh, you know, I, I, I don't think I'm, I, I'm going to bring it with me. I'll put it that way. Uh, okay. I, I think in, we're only doing two cocktails and then we're sampling some of our other whiskeys, uh, neat, uh, with the pairing. But I think, uh, maybe as a, a digestive, um, prickly ash works well as that. And so I might, I'm, okay. I'm definitely going to bring some with me to let, uh, let the folks that come try it. Oh, oh, good, because I'll be one of those folks yeah. <laughs> yeah. that will be there. So I'm interested to check that out. That's, Absolutely. That sounds cool. Um, and basically, you're just telling me that I need to get an Uber that night because <laughs> that sounds like a lot of alcohol. Uh, okay, it, we have those. It will be a good night for sure, but uh, It'll be yeah, a good plan night. accordingly. <laughs> plan accor- yeah, sounds like awesome booze. Um Amazing food, like this is this is my kind of night, right? So that's why I'm coming. Um, and yeah, Louise is an amazing chef, and I know uh, you had mentioned that you hadn't been there yet. And just wait, you're like uh, you won't have any socks afterwards because he will knock your socks right <laughs> off. So I, I, um, I've been hearing this and hearing nothing but good things, and I'm I'm really excited to be there for sure. Yeah, it really is like my favorite place, and the the vibe yeah. is cool in there. It's kind of a speakeasy, like cool, like. It's sort of hidden, and so, you know, it's like, oh, look, you know, not everyone can find it. I mean, people can find it, but sure, anyway, we sure. pretend like it's a secret, but it's not. Tucked away, tucked away in the yeah. it's downtown, correct? It is downtown. Okay. Yes, it is tucked away. So, um, but it, it'll be an amazing time. I'm looking forward to that for sure. So, um, back to you. Yeah. What are like if someone wants to come for a tour, kind of what what's involved? How much does it cost? Sure. Uh, what are the parameters? Like Sure, sure. Uh we we're we're first of all show up. I guess that's the main thing is just um, okay. uh, come to Dodge City. 
Okay. If you're looking for uh, a weekend getaway or maybe you're traveling to Colorado or New Mexico, um, take Highway 50 as opposed to I-70. Um, yes. Come down to southwest Kansas. Come to Dodge City. There's a lot of things that are happening out here uh, that make for a great little weekend getaway. Um, and, of course, the, distil- uh, the distillery, obviously, is, is, is among them. Um, we took a, a historic building that actually sits on the original the original Boot Hill Cemetery location. Uh, okay. Our building was about ready to be torn down. And um, we essentially kind of saved it from the wrecking ball and have now turned it into a destination. Um, so our tasting room serves uh, craft cocktails. We kind of change our menu, usually seasonally. Um, but we also have kind of uh, specials of, for feeling particularly creative, or sometimes we just have something we need to move through. Uh, we'll sure. create a you know kind of weekend specials. But um, as far as uh, tours go, we're doing tours on Friday, uh, one tour on Friday, and two tours on Saturday. Um, okay. The Friday tour takes place at 5 p.m., and then the Saturday tours are at 4 and 5 p.m. Uh, they last about an hour, uh, ideally an hour, because uh, well, sometimes they go over uh, just because there's so much information, but we try to keep them in an hour. Sure. Um, the cost per person is ten dollars, but you get a you get a, a tasting glass that you get to take. Uh, it's a souvenir to take home with you, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we cover, uh, like I said, the history, a little history of Dodge City, uh, in regards to how why this was Boot Hill burial ground, uh, and how it became a, uh, or how it's now the location of a uh, of a large building, which was once a city hall, but uh, uh, is now our distillery. And then then we walk you through the whole distilling process from beginning to end uh, from from basically grain until we are uh, uh, bottling our spirits and ready to ship them out the door to go out into the world. Uh, we like to call it soil to sip because um, we're farmer owned distillery and all mm-hmm. the grain that that goes into our spirits comes off of our own farms uh, about 50 miles southwest of Dodge. Um, See, that's so we cool. go through, walk through really the whole cool. process of how, of how we make booze, how what's the difference between whiskey and bourbon. We talk a little bit about the aging process, and part of the tour is, and this is why you get the tasting glass, uh, is we're sampling. Uh, I want to say seven of those spirits along the way. Wow, six? No, excuse me, six. Um, six spirits along the way. You get to try the vodka. You get to try the gin. You get to try all the whiskeys. You get to try prickly ash bitters, um, and that's kind of at the end of the tour, and we go through the sampling of the of the whole. Of everything that we do, so uh, for for like I said, for about an hour's worth of time and and ten bucks, you get you get a lot packed into that hour. And I was going to uh, say, sign me course, up. That sounds fun. <laughs> and then of course, after I always like to say, exit through the gift shop. You're welcome to come in and you know have cocktails afterwards and hang out. Uh, we do have probably one of the best, actually the only, but uh, the best patio uh, setting in Dodge City. Um, if you happen to make it on a final Friday, we will have live entertainment. We'll have bands. Uh, uh, band on nice. the patio and um, oh we got fire pits set up out there and plenty of play uh, oh, uh, yard games uh, cornhole and and uh, giant Jenga and things to play outside uh, so it's a place to come definitely come hang out uh, well, even even fun. after you're done with the tour for sure or sure, just come and sure. have a drink and play on the play on the patio uh, right now do you like also are optional Right. No, but the tour would be fun because I, if someone asked me the difference between certain alcohols, mm-hmm. I would not be able to explain that. But Absolutely. 
you know. Well, that's and, okay. and like I said, we go through the whole <laughs> process uh, of of what the difference, yeah, between vodka and whiskey is. Uh, it's, yeah, and, cool. and sort of peel that curtain back of of uh, for the nuances of how it's all made. That's amazing, and I'm a gin girl, so. Um, ah. How do I find your gin if I wanted to buy some? How would I get it? The the good news is, so we we can only <laughs> sell to a distributor, and fortunately, our distributor okay. does a great job of getting us all over the state. Um, okay. Any liquor store in Kansas can pick us up, but most in our we've probably been in distribution for close to four years now, and okay. um, uh, we are already in many liquor stores, especially in the Topeka area. Um, oh, awesome. But, and but you can go on our website. Our website's boothilldistillery dot com. We have a where to buy link, and and oh, uh, that makes too I much think, sense, Lee. There you go. <laughs> I could just go on there and look. That's exciting because exactly. I really well without gin. naming a specific store. Uh, right, I, I, right. I, I don't want to. I don't want to play uh, favorites from play one over the other. But there sure. are a lot of liquor stores uh, within that area uh, yeah, that do have us. A uh, number of liquor yeah. stores. <laughs> <laughs> now, okay, so I'm going to go online and I'm going to buy some because, yeah, I'm definitely a gin person. And gin is so different depending on the brand. Oh, absolutely. And I'm, tell- I, I'm acting absolutely. like I'm telling you something that you don't already know. I don't know well, why I'm doing but, that. <laughs> but you're absolutely right, though. You are, you're absolutely correct. And, and what I find, especially when I give tours, when I talk about gin it is out in the world, uh, it's very polarizing. Gin is one of those spirits that people either really like or they really don't. I agree. Um, yeah, I totally agree with that. And and I think you you absolutely hit it on the head. There is um, from distillery to distillery, each gin is going to be very very unique. And yes. I, I always like to tell people, yeah, you might have had a bad experience. You might have a certain style that you don't like. Uh, but there there's more than just a, a I will just say a, a blue bottle and a green bottle out there. <laughs> right, right. I know exactly what you're talking about. Okay, uh-huh. I'm with uh-huh. you. All right. <laughs> well, I'm going to buy some because I definitely want to try it. I heard uh, your gin was amazing. Um, and then, of course, I'm going to try whatever you bring Saturday. Absolutely. Um, I'll try it. Well, um, we have. Again, we- Uber. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Well, but I'll we, be there. we want to promote the responsibility, that's for sure. Of course, yes, we need to be careful. So, um, and this might be asking you to choose a favorite relative, kind of like that. But do you okay. have a favorite cocktail? Ah, uh, you're right. That is that is like Yeah, okay, that's right. Our, I, it's kids. hard to pick a favorite. It is. Yeah. I know. Well, because you know, each cocktail uh serves a different purpose and a different occasion might call, you know, right. say if it's uh, a hot afternoon, uh, our vodka basil lemonade uh, mm. is amazing. It's, it's yeah. cool. It's refreshing. It's bright. It's citrusy. Uh, but sometimes I want an old fashioned and or right. a Manhattan and, uh, sure. you know, a classic cocktail. Um, I, gosh, I'm trying to think. Um, we, we can also like do riffs on uh, like tiki drinks, tropical drinks, oh. um, and use our our whiskeys have a kind of a sweeter profile, and so we okay. we don't make rum, um, mm-hmm. but uh, our our whiskeys kind of uh, play well in rum traditional rum cocktails. So okay. say a mai tai. Uh, there's a version of a mai tai that actually is made with bourbon. They call it a honey honey, and it's delicious. Um, See now that sounds really good. Yeah, it's uh, gosh. With- today's what? Only Tuesday. I have to wait till Saturday. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
Of course, I can send you all the recipes, too. I mean, I'm happy to do that as well. <laughs> well, here's the thing about me is, like, I don't make – I can. I'm able to make things. I just don't want ah. to. So I go out for most meals and um, drinks. So Well, um, I, yeah. I might have you covered there. And here is just – here. maybe, maybe this is just uh, 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 a sneaky salesman, but um, – we do have ready to drink cocktails that all you can do, all you have to do is pour open a bottle or open up a can. And we're working hey, on that's those cool. as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then will those be available where the alcohol, where your other liquors available? <laughs> yes, they will. In fact, I already have uh, a bottled old fashioned and a bottled mint julep um, uh, in liquor stores now. Okay, I did. I did see your mint julep because um, uh-huh. Derby Day. Yeah. You posted. You were. You had some like banging outfits on Derby Day. <laughs> that was uh, awesome. <laughs> Derby Day is one of those that yeah. We we have very little connection to the Kentucky Derby, but boy, we yeah. sure love to celebrate hey. and dress up. And and uh, uh, yeah, I have some outlandish outfits in my wardrobes. So uh, I figure that's that's a perfect opportunity to take advantage of that. No, and, that was um, amazing. Yeah, no, yeah, it's that. on our. It's definitely on our Facebook. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I saw that. I was like, oh, this is fun. Yeah, and actually, I'm embarrassed to say I've not been to Dodge City, so I need to sure. get my butt there. And um, well, from Topeka, we're about a four hour drive. Okay. Um, so it can be done in a morning. You could get here. You know, say if you leave early in the morning, you could be here probably by lunch. Uh, and still have plenty of time to do things uh, to hit all the locations. And then, like I said, if you get a chance to stay overnight, then there's still plenty to do. And um, it's, uh, there's, it's, we're kind of a little destination out here. There's, there's some fun sure. things that are happening. So it's not really that, what is it, get out of Dodge? Exactly, you right. Know, that, get the hell out of Dodge, which was a real thing. It was a real thing. I looked that yeah. up. I was like, oh, that is a real thing. Yeah. And what's uh, the history of that? Go ahead, because I know you know it. So you want to tell everybody? Well, Dodge City um, Dodge City had this reputation of being this sort of lawless outpost in the 1870s. Because <laughs> everyone was uh, drunk. That's why. <laughs> well, there wasn't much else to do. Uh, And I can okay. So this is uh, well, this is a great story. Dodge City was founded literally on the selling of alcohol. The first business in Mm. Dodge City was a saloon, was a little tent saloon, Um, because uh, we were we were basically formed from uh, the military fort, which was Fort Dodge. It's about five miles to the uh, east of us. Alcohol cons- consumption was banned within the fort and also five miles around the fort. So the guy that was actually selling booze Ooh, to the soldiers out yeah. there um, measured out using a wagon wheel and a bandana, measured out five miles and then set himself up a little bar and started selling whiskey <laughs> by the label pole. That's how Dodge City was founded, literally on wow. whiskey. Wow. Um, hey, so you're in the right place. So absolutely. I mean, we're we're just <laughs> we're just continuing that history 146 years later. That's um, cool. But Dodge City had gotten this. You know, it was a it was a town that was built on first buffalo hunting and then the cattle drives. Uh, mm-hmm. And so the the folks that were coming through here were really coming through here for work. But you know, you spent two three months driving cattle up from Texas, and then you got paid. Well, what do you want to do? You want to have fun. And, uh, you know, we offered all the fun that a guy could have in the 1870s of gambling (laughs) and drinking and ladies of the evening and things Uh like that. Um, Sure. So, you know, and there was no official real law enforcement at that time. And so uh, that's when it was kind of left up to these business owners to sort of keep 
keep the peace themselves. And that's about the time Wyatt Earp and Doc Holliday and Bat Masterson were all kind of spent their time here. Um, and uh, we had gotten this reputation as sort of what do they call it, the bibulous Babylon of the frontier, uh, the queen of the cow towns, the delectable little burg. Uh, Dodge City had just gotten this <laughs> reputation of being this sort of lawless, violent outpost. And eh, some of that was kind of overblown in in reality, sure. you know, I think some of the stories kind of uh, were were uh, sensationalized a little bit, but uh, well, it adds to uh, the fun, doesn't it? Boot Hill, Boot Hill was part of that. I mean, the Boot Hill, the idea of Boot Hill was uh, you, if you met your unfortunate demise, you perhaps died with your boots on and were buried with your boots on, and that's where mm-hmm. Boot Hill comes from. This is this is a neat little microcosm of U.S. history for westward expansion and the cattle drives and. Uh, mm-hmm. um, you know what? Uh, and the Santa Fe Trail. Uh, we are an outpost right. along the Santa Fe Trail. Uh, so yeah, there's a lot of uh, post Civil War history that's uh, part of our story. That's really interesting. So what that we got the booze covered. Yeah. We got the fun covered. Yeah. Uh, what about the food? Do you guys have food at the distillery? If you stay for cocktails, are is there food too? Sure. So uh, that is that is the one thing we we really uh, we don't do, but I'll put an asterisk by it. Um, we're not a restaurant, okay. um, right. and it was never really designed to be a restaurant. But that said, we do serve um, oh, like uh, uh, things to snack on: cheese, crackers, sausage. We try to buy local Kansas cheese, uh, locally processed uh, meats, uh, and we also okay. offer a, a pretty fancy little charcuterie board now. Uh, oh, with, aren't you uh, fancy? You are fancy. With okay. Fruit and uh, mm-hmm. uh, fruit and meats and cheeses and crackers and and uh, that's a meal. Uh, that's it right there. That's like that. yeah. Nice. And and, and so we really, also tell people yeah. sometimes on special occasions uh, we might have a food truck nearby, mm-hmm. um, or uh, anyone is welcome to sort of to go it here. They can they can uh, say there's a uh, a brewery just down the hill from us, and they make amazing uh, New York style pizza, and it's a it's an oh, easy perfect. deal to go grab a pizza and then bring it up here and and enjoy it. So while we don't do it anything in house per se, uh, yeah. um, sometimes we do try to either provide options or uh, may have something special to do here. I know coming up July twelfth. This is a plug to July twelfth. We're having a local restaurant kind of do a backyard barbecue on our patio. Um, nice. And so we're having a whole party here in a couple of weeks. So a local restaurant is coming in to do the food, or correct? That- yeah, yeah. Local okay. local uh, chef is uh, doing kind of uh, upscale hamburgers, hot dogs, and brats, and uh, we're nice. having live music that night on a Saturday night. And uh, um, so things can be brought here, but we just don't do anything ourselves. Right. Well, that's okay. I think a lot of you know, like wineries and distilleries, that's kind of how that works, right? Absolutely. Um, yeah. 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 Okay. You know, we are, we're a historic building. It's kind of, we can't really add on to it in any way. And, and trying to wedge a kitchen in and facilities in was just not really part of the plan. So, Well, and I don't know if you'd really want to do all that. I mean, I think, you know, sometimes it's like, here, we make alcohol and we yeah. make really good alcohol and that's our thing. And someone else can make the food. That's okay. That's, that's kind that's of, cool. you're absolutely correct. Absolutely. Um, it's, it's nice, kind of a nice addition, but yeah, we're focused on, on spirit and, Great. Uh, and focused on our cocktail program. <laughs> I'm okay. And I, with you that. know, it's like we say, some people, like some people, <laughs> it's 
terrible, isn't it? <laughs> it's horrible. That's horrible. It sounds horrendous. I'll be there this weekend. No, I'm just... <laughs> uh, I'll put you down for put you down yeah. for a tour and, and tasting. Something, and, and yeah. So, um, oh, for the tasting, do people need to make reservations since there's only the three? Um, yeah. So we're this is kind of a, a little bit in process. Um, we're trying to. Uh, create or uh, partner with an online uh, booking software. Uh, we have not done that yet. At this okay. point, it's email or call us or okay. send us a message on Facebook and we'll just write your name down. Um, you know, we try to limit to about 20 people per tour. Rarely okay. do I ever hit that number. Sometimes you get a group that comes in, but uh, you know, in most cases, especially on Saturday, you've got two options. Um, you'll be able to get on one of them. Uh, okay. okay. Even if you even if you just are kind of dropping in uh, uh, without much of a plan, um, the chances are we're, we're going to get you taken care of. Oh, awesome! Well, that's exciting. I that sounds like a really fun weekend. I'm, yeah. Um, so there must be places to stay there in Dodge City, like um, bed and breakfast and that sort of thing. Let's just plug Dodge um, there, City. What do you got? Uh, yeah, put in Dodge City. We got plenty of hotels. For, first off, but I will I will give a plug to a local place just down the hill. There's an Airbnb that is a half a block away from us, and right in between the brewery and the distillery, and it stays pretty oh. busy. I'll put it that way. And it does. Well, that's well, they really chose a good location, didn't uh-huh. they? Uh-huh. <laughs> But you know, if you're if you're RV in it, we've got campgrounds, uh, several campgrounds around here. Uh, we've got plenty of hotels. There's 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 plenty. There's uh, I, I guess one of the um, uh, larger attractions. We have a casino, an event center, an arena, okay. and it's got a hotel attached to it as well. And so uh, I guess that makes that, sense. Okay. That that brings a lot of folks out to this area as well. Sure, sure. Well, I'm all for coming to the distillery and hanging out at the Airbnb, the casino. Meh. Yeah, some uh, people love casinos. Yeah, yeah, That's okay. Yeah, there's a little, as we like to say, there's something for everybody. We hope, and um, of right. course, we're when we're located, uh, kind of in the historic district in downtown. Uh, okay. We're right behind Boot Hill Museum. Uh, okay, so that makes sense. Within walking distance, there's about there's a there's obviously the distillery, there's the brewery, there's a great coffee shop, uh, there's the museum to that's definitely worth checking out. Uh, there's uh, also you asked about restaurants. The cool thing about Dodge City is a lot of our I would say ninety eight percent of our restaurants, not including fast food, are locally owned independent mm-hmm. uh, uh, establishments. And that's perfect. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, we're uh, there's there's very little in the way of chain restaurants, and it's all it's all local. And um, you know, Dodge City is a is a meat packing plant, uh, meat packing mm-hmm. town, and so we have some mm-hmm. pretty good steaks here. <laughs> okay, well, I'm sold. All right, <laughs> <laughs> I know where I'm going to take a little staycation this summer sometime. Wonderful. Absolutely. Well, and uh, um, uh, for sure, let me know because I will we'll, we'll give you the VIP tour. <laughs> Oh hey, okay. I will take you up Maybe. on that for sure. If I can figure it out. Wait. I don't know what's. Well, VIP. we'll figure it. Out. We'll just. You could just say. Hey, I don't know this what that is means. A VIP tour, <laughs> and then I think if you just tell people that, then they just feel special, even if it's the yeah, same absolutely. As else. So I think you're a salesman, like you know, like if you just say it, then people will believe it. Kind of sometimes. Absolutely. Well, sometimes that's not a bad, but you know what I, I mean. Will, I will you know. say everybody that comes through here is a VIP. 
<laughs> there you go. Oh, see, there you go right there. That's a good, that's a good wrap up. That was a good, <laughs> good save, Lee. That was a good save. Well, I appreciate you being on today. We're going to just uh, wrap it up. And I'm so excited to try some Boot Hill Spirits this weekend at Louise's place. And I will uh, thank you again for being on. And I guess I'll see you Saturday. Absolutely. Well, thank you for having me. Thanks for taking the time to, to uh, learn a little bit about what we're doing out here. I really appreciate it, and I'm excited to be out there and, uh, and, and essentially bring the distillery to you. Perfect. You're my favorite person. <laughs> <laughs> 